welcome everyone to Maddie's Chat Show podcast. I hope you're ready for the next instalment. I hope you have a cup of tea and a nice piece of cake, if not cake, a biscuit, and relaxed and ready to listen. Whatever. And it's possible to start a conversation with a potential customer anywhere on the planet in less than 10 seconds. Now, I still don't know why we're teaching business plans in schools and colleges. It, it drives me batty. In fact, that's my, yeah. next, my next step. We'll take the schools on, the colleges. We're already doing stuff in universities. Um, one of the most famous business schools in the UK hire us to teach entrepreneurship because oh, they yes, realise that they can't do it. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing it for years. In fact, we're doing two courses with them this year, which is exciting. Oh, wow. So I, I feel like I'm talking too much, Maddie. This is your podcast. No, no, no. I, I love it's your podcast. Yeah, they That's hear a great colour for you, by the way. I do, uh, That's a great colour for you. You should wear that colour more. Oh, look at that. I told you. I told you about this conversation. I told you what might happen tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was just going to be wrong. This is why I'm really trying to be professional. There you go. <laughs> Luckily, none of your listeners have noticed. It's fine. Like I'm flirting with Maddie, everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm trying to mess with you to mess up your lines. <laughs> it's so cool to see you. Like I, I know we chatted recently, but it's mm. been quite a long time since I saw you. So I'm, I'm excited to see you, and I'm proud of what you've achieved. Like oh, you're, you're thank doing you great. So much. I, you know, I think we're all like at the moment. We're all excited to see people. I'm excited to see yeah. people. Things, actual know? humans like, yeah. i see people like i see them like this but i don't over zoom and or chat in a way like this but i don't see them like physically i haven't seen anybody uh, i have seen people but you know most people run away when you go to supermarkets now because not allowed to be close to you <laughs> so yeah, you need off. to stop touching strangers in supermarkets it's yeah, people don't like that stuff anymore they don't like that they don't know they have noticed that <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah things like that so and this is the best thing i love about it it's about mindset and stuff and how you do to help change people's mindset and i know you're going to say it's because the way i you know it's because they want to change you know about them they what they've, they've done it themselves but there is something you do that helps them though really you know find that to change their mindset you know oh you know yeah, that's true well you went, you went on that course didn't you and I, I i bet that by the end of the course you were sort of thinking okay, I know which direction to go in now. I know there's, some, there's a few steps that I can take. And everybody that we meet, so if 100 people come on a course, I fully expect that 35 of them will make a sale by the end of the course, their first sale. Mm. I fully expect that another 15, 20 or so will start a business within the next three months. Mm. And I fully expect another 15, 20 people to start a business at some point over the next couple of years. But that's the bit. And for me, the thing that... that traditional business teaching doesn't allow for is that it's got to be repeatable yeah. so my job is to simplify the steps so that anyone can firstly follow it mm. and secondly repeat it when it goes wrong because it will it does you don't get the results that you want you know this you've got to you have a go at something and you get excited you go yeah it's that it's that and then after about a week you go no nah, it's not that and you backtrack yeah, and then yeah. you go down a different route again and you go yeah i'm excited excited and then you wake up the next morning now i've got a better idea now that's part of the process mm. now the biggest mistake that we're making is that we're putting a business plan template in front of people at that stage mm. wrong moment the time to put a business plan in front of someone is the stage we're at now 
So we've been running a business since 2012 without yeah. a business plan. Mm -hmm. We're operating in seven countries now. We've got a podcast. We've got all these different clients. Mm. We're in Morocco, France, Colombia, America, New Zealand, across the UK. And I haven't written a business plan yet. Why? Because I don't need one. Like, I need to know the numbers. Yeah. But the more successful you get and the bigger the thing becomes, mm -hmm. then the riskier it becomes. If you start a business without spending any money, it's no risk. Yeah. So actually, it's all on you to experiment. And most people are in the experimenting stage. I don't quite know what idea is the right one. I don't quite know if I want to follow through with this idea, even if it is the right one. Mm. I don't quite know how to do this idea, even though I'm really excited about it and I do want to continue it. Mm. Don't put a business plan in front of these people. Encourage them, like give them the steps to take, make it easy so that anyone can follow it so that you know, like, we're showing people what the next sort of 10 to 20 steps are and helping them take yeah. as many of them with us during, during that time that they're with us as they can. And then by the time they get to the 20th step, they're away. They're sprinting. But lots of us take five steps and we go, nah. Another five, nah. Another five, nah, maybe. Oh, you know, because yeah. we've got to build our confidence. And that's the bit that we're doing is that the biggest barrier for most people is confidence. The second biggest barrier is money. And the third biggest uh, barrier is, is knowing what to do and how to do it. And motivation as well. Yeah, right. I just think, like, I know you said it's motivation as well. Like, yeah, I went on the course a few years ago. And, like, yeah, I was really thinking of, and then, yeah, things, you know, life happened, things happen. And then you put a hold on things. And then your motivation goes. And then you kick yourself thinking, I should have kept on going. Because you're seeing people may have got further than you on something. And you thought, oh, I wish I did keep going. But you, and then... I remember what you said that you can always restart, always restart. You can always, do you know what I mean? You can always restart. But then you've got to keep that motivation going because when there is times when it is hard, you go, yeah, you know, exactly. as you said, it's not going to always be a smooth journey. Um, okay. I, there's a, I want to unpack two things that you said then. You said, you're going to hate this bit, Maddie, because I'm going to shine the spotlight on you now. Like, what's he doing? He's supposed to be a guest on my podcast. But now spotlight he's on me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I'm turning feral and I'm taking over. You can dance if you want, if you like, a bit, if you like the stage. Not that kind of spotlight. <laughs> wow. You said, Whoa. you said, you start... <laughs> Wait a minute, this is getting exciting. You said... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. You, you'd, um, what oh, you, yeah. yeah, I know what it was. Okay. You said, you said that you're kicking yourself because you're looking around. There's people that maybe have got further than you, and you should have kept it going, mm. right? That's that's part of your challenge. So, that, like, the thing is here. This is about picking something that lights you up, and the thing that someone else is doing, mm -hmm. if they're making more progress than you. Mm. well firstly it doesn't matter because that's them not you yeah and secondly your perception of someone else's progress might be quite different to what their actual progress is you know what i mean so when i see the nice selfies on social media we all know what's going behind the scenes you know yeah. they're just like everybody else aren't they they're just they're panicking they're stressed they're worried about stuff and oh the camera's on oh look they're great again oh look and for the next sort of six hours they're a mess mm. so don't worry about comparing yourself what that's going to do is it's just going to make you unhappy why i'll tell you exactly why we train two and a half thousand people a year in the uk alone right mm -hmm. 
every single person that I've ever met on one of our courses who I would describe themselves as in a pickle, mm-hmm. right? So their, their mental health is not as good as it could be for whatever reason. We meet lots of people that are depressed, yeah. lots of people that are anxious. We meet some people with some other complex mental health needs. You know, they've got PTSD or whatever. And all of that, all of the stuff that, that, um, that impacts our mojo and our happiness. The people that are in the biggest pickle are the ones that spend most of their time thinking about something they can't control. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. if I'm comparing myself to another business owner, if I'm looking at their stuff and I'm going, oh shit, they're doing better than me. They're further along the journey than me. Then what I'm, that's out of my control. Mm. Like, they're fighting their battles. They're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. I should be rooting for them and say, wow, you're doing your thing. Anyway, that's now I got to do my thing. No, I don't, I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying it's the comparison that will hold, yeah. that holds us back. And the reason it holds us back is because it's out of our control. If it's out of our control, then it negatively impacts our mental health. Like if you sat down and watched BBC News or any other news channel at the moment for eight hours a day, like you'd be in a pickle quite quickly because yeah. that stuff is terrifying yeah, yeah, right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Why? Because oh, that's oh. how the news is written. That's, that's what they do. I met a guy in Birmingham a few years ago. He was scared to go out because of terrorists. I was thinking, mm. like, dude, you live in Solihull. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that's a nice part of Birmingham. We, we're pretty terrorist-free right now, right? Okay. Yeah. God, so, you know, the first thing, if you're thinking about, okay, I'm feeling a bit stuck or I'm not sure what to do. Like one of the grounding points here is if I'm, if I'm, when I'm coaching someone, I go like, let's have a look at how much water you're drinking, what food you're eating, what your sleep is, what's your alcohol intake like, but most importantly of all, what are your thoughts? Tell me what you're thinking about. You know, tell me about I'm how you right there. You, thought, you know, there's a thought. What are you thinking about, Manny? Right I was just like, tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> you went for your list, and I was I got to the last point. I went, is he going to ask about how often you have sex as well? Then is that going to be part of it? Only if you want to, Manny. Only if you want to <laughs> well, go there. You do this as well, because like, that's really part of your. Sorry, I stopped myself. I did. I did. I did. I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's go. Let's revisit that later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about motivation, because when we chatted the other day, you said one of the things that I struggle with is maintaining motivation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is it that motivation. You've got the flow going, haven't you? So. It's like this, I started my podcast, I'm still doing, I'm doing the podcast and working uh, and training, making sure that training some of my training for being a life coach as well, do you know what I mean? And then what happens is you kind of like end up doing life. <laughs> what I mean is working, eating, drinking, I think I'll do that later, do you know what I mean? And then you yeah. start to slide a little bit your motivation on things, yeah. on that sometimes. Or sometimes you're, I'm like, because recently I've had the time, we're doing the pod, we're doing podcasting, and love it, I've met some really great people, kept going, but sometimes you're doing it, and then you're like, oh, this is like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I love talking to everybody, but it's that motivation again, isn't it, of like, right, I've got to, you know, contact yeah. somebody, I've got to it's make... It's all the stuff people. around the scenes, down the outside, yeah. isn't it, you know, yeah. the, the background you know, scenery, yeah, I get background it. Background scenery, you know. 
How many, um, how many projects are you running right now? Like, so you said you've got the life coaching, the training, you've got work stuff going on, you know, the general work that you've got to do. You've got a podcast. What else have you got going on? What else have I got there? Um, or how many, like roughly? You think you've got another three or four live projects or ones that you're thinking about actively? Yeah, um, so i done one positive thing. So I've got like A3, A, is it A5, A, big A4 paper, big A3. I wrote down all the things in my head, ideas, business, blah, 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 all on something. I stuck it on my wall, right? Yeah. So I'm like, they're all there, but I tick off when I've done motivating them differently. So it, instead of like trying to have it all in my head, I've spaced it out so I can see things slowly and trying to do all the projects at once and sort of got different things I can do. So like it is sometimes the podcast is recording. That's fine. It runs perfectly. I've got a nice little little rhythm with my podcast. Work, got a nice little rhythm with that until we all go back. <laughs> It'd be like, oh. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, with the study stuff, it's a little bit more harder because it's a bit more of the mind, of the brain of thinking. Right, yeah. You know, okay. You know. There's three things that have gone through my mind, Maddie, as you were talking. The first is, if you've got, maybe four, if you've got... Uh, <laughs> We've got to talk about this, the fourth one off camera, and off <laughs> podcast, okay? Just get this off, this is, we just do it then, all right? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about other stuff later. So if you, the things that go through my mind are, if you've written your stuff down and you kind of ordered your thoughts, so you go, great, I don't have to hold it in my head anymore, I've captured it, hmm. that's brilliant. The flip side of that is where you've put it. And what's happening is, if I was a betting man, I would say you've got subconscious overwhelm because you can constantly see all of the stuff that's in your head, right? right. So actually, like, there's a very practical step. Here. And I've got, I got three thoughts that I think, if you, if, you, um, if you followed some advice that I'll give you, I think you'll find your motivation will be, will be higher. The first is... Uh, your live projects, like what are your most important ones that you're working on now, right? Mm -hmm. Stick that on the wall and put everything else away. Mm -hmm. You don't need to look at that every day. You just need to, I've got it. I've done exactly the same thing here. Mm. And it, I, I, I know because I've checked in with my own brain and I, I know what I do to myself. It's overwhelm. I've got a list of five, six, one, about 15 side hustle projects that I'm exploring in different directions. Mm -hmm. I've got a list of 14 rebel business school, big projects. Mm -hmm. And I've got a to-do list that's got 30 things on it, 28, 30 things, mm -hmm. plus a bunch of random notes in the middle. It's in my kitchen. I walk past it about 30 times a day. Mm -hmm. And then I'm wondering why I get overwhelmed and why I'm not feeling motivated. That's why. Right? Uh, okay. mm -hmm. So, I love what you've done. It's the first step in planning, but just recognize that it's not a tool to motivate you daily. It's a tool to help you get your ideas out of your head and help to manage your thoughts. What we need to do is to pick from it what are the most important things that you're working on right now and stick that on the wall. That, and underneath that goes your next actions for each thing. So if you've got like something that says podcast, then you're going to write, well, um, I've got to set up, the, I've got to arrange five interviews, I've got to send the emails, I've got to edit the last episode, I've got to post it, I've got to do a marketing plan, or you know, I've got to start you know, doing some Instagram mm -hmm. posts, or whatever it is, 
right? That's my first thought. My second thought, motivation is overrated. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because it runs out. <laughs> it's, it's cyclical. Yeah. And some of it, some of it is psych psychological and some of it's chemical. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what you eat, what you drink, what your sleep patterns are like, that can affect how you feel. And sometimes we just wake up in a bad mood for, for no reason. There's hormones involved, there's energy levels involved, there's how much water we consume. The chemical side of motivation, we can improve it with diet, exercise, mm -hmm. yoga, fresh air, whatever. Mm -hmm. But part of the reason why it's overrated is because it's chemical. The other part of the reason is it's psychological. So it's what you're thinking about. Remember I said earlier, people that are in a pickle are the ones that think about things they can't control, like the past. Uh, and yeah. sometimes they don't even realize they're doing it, but we're playing back old stories in mm -hmm. our head. That mm -hmm. limits our motivation because it makes us feel, Whew. and then or we get anxious and that's, you know, we fearful for the future. What if mm -hmm. I can't get my thing launched? What if I never get there? What if I never make the money? All that what if stuff, mm. well, it might happen, but then again, it might not. Either way, it's in the future and it doesn't exist. We're built for right now. So, you know, our motivation is affected by chemistry in our brains and it's affected by what we're thinking about, our thoughts. Mm -hmm. We can improve both of those things, but motivation is still cyclical. The thing that really gets you the results is the routine. Yeah, routine. And making a commitment. Mm -hmm. and, and making it making it an achievable commitment as well you go right cool i need a routine okay i'm gonna run 26 miles a day and you go no you're not because that's too far you know but you're gonna put your trainers on every day <laughs> put your trainers on every day you did 26 i walk it i don't run with these with the boom and the bum there's no chance <laughs> i'll be honest no that's what you're going wrong you should use your feet maddie that's what <laughs> i do use my feet what do you think <laughs> you said you use your boobs and your bum now I'm one about and bounce when you're running. Like. Oh, I see. I thought you meant well, that was. And then someone's going to get the white sports bra at the moment. I really can't because, you know, there's nothing really open to white sports. So I'm walking it in. I know someone that can help you. One of the best businesses that we've helped to start is Joanna down in Kent. She's the bra boss of Kent. Check out her website. You can go for a fitting. Oh, she, yeah, she's got all the stuff. Thing. She reckons that most women have never had a proper bra fitting. Or, I don't know what. I'm not an expert in this stuff. How do I know this stuff? Because <laughs> you came to our course. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all about your habits, Maddie. Yeah. It's all about your habits. It's not about your motivation because it's overrated. If I relied on my motivation, this business would never have got started. We get bursts of motivation, and that's great. Mm -hmm. You can get mm -hmm. when you when you're feeling it, mm. you can go, yeah, yeah, I'm on it, I'm on it. And there's something about like within that there's something about your biorhythm you know like when when are you feeling most motivated to do your work mm. some of us are night owls some of us are early birds some of us like a mid-morning kind of thing yeah and i think if you're deliberate with your time mm -hmm. if you said to yourself right i'm going to put it in my diary and i'm going to work in a sprint and I, i'm a massive fan of something called the pomodoro technique where you basically you kind of work in sprints okay Right. So what you do is the night before you, you write your to do list for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. OK, so, so after as soon as we finish this call, you write on your to do list, stick that on the fridge or wherever you can see it in the morning. Mm -hmm. These are your, your priorities for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. All right. And then the discipline 
comes in you go right i've I've put it in my calendar i'm going to start work at eight or nine or ten or whatever the time is right and then what you do is you work for 25 minutes okay you have a five minute break and you do that four times but how do you come back off the break i'm just throwing it in there for anyone so so like you know what happens you work for that 25 minutes then you have that five minute break, but it's coming back from like, oh, you know what I mean? Like what happens? That's that- why it's only five minutes. So five minutes isn't uh-huh. enough for you to, you know, kind of get distracted. Five minutes is if you, if you're a smoker, you go, you go for your fresh air break. If uh-huh. you're a, um, you know, if you, or you make a cup of tea or you do a couple of chores in the kitchen or you treat yourself with a, you know, piece of content on Instagram or something like that right it's only five minutes and the key to it is that you use the timer in your phone oh right so it beeps mm-hmm. a little bit like that there's a psychologist called Pavlov who rang a bell to train his dog it's called Pavlov's dog and it's the same with the alarms in our phones we get used to the timer going off you go and when it goes beep 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 you go oh it's time for a cup of tea you know <laughs> you right but the key to it is 25 minutes, yep. five minute break, 25 minutes, five minute break, 25 minutes, five, you do it four times. Mm-hmm. And once you've done it four times, so effectively you've, wor- you've worked for two hours with four or five minute breaks in between, mm-hmm. then you get a treat, you get a 30 minute break. Oh. I reckon if you, if you just did that once and you didn't like, after your 30 minute break, you didn't go back to it for the rest of the day. Just did it as a, just do it as a one-off experiment Okay. I guarantee, I 100% guarantee you, you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. You won't feel overwhelmed. You won't feel stuck. You will get more done in those two hours than you will in the week. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'll give that a go. Yeah. And like, just kind of know, know, know yourself and go, well, am I, am I a morning person? Am I an afternoon or an evening or a nighttime person? And just choose your two hour block and go, mm-hmm. right, that's my two hours. And, and choose... I know like we've got to juggle other stuff and life and, you know, and work and all that stuff, but as best you can choose the two hours that you know that you'll be at your best as best you can with your, like with your routine. Like, cause it, for example, like most of us, are, most people have got a thing in the morning and most people like there's a few night hours out there, but on average, most people would go, mm. yeah, I'll get more done in the morning. It's cause our bodies are fresher. Right. Yeah. Kind of, you know, yeah. We're a bit more awake. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Unless yeah. you're on the school run. If you're on the school run, it's like, oh, I can't do it when my body's at the best because at mm-hmm. quarter to nine, I'm, you know, I'm on the school run with the kids. But whatever works best within your you lifestyle, know, life, yeah, life stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and just have a go and just do it once. And if you like it, repeat. You can always adjust it. You can go now, like 25 minutes is a bit long for me. But the good thing about 25 minutes is that you can get into something. Like mm-hmm. it, you, you can get into it. Mm-hmm. Especially, and the key to it is, the other key to it is, you've got to switch off the notifications on your phone. I want to do That's the bit. I, I find that hard. I do that anyway. Like I don't have notifications on my phone. Like these, I don't know where my phone is. I think I put it away for for obvious reasons. It's like catnip, you know. Like, well, what's my notification? Oh, beep! It beeped. I got to look yeah. at my phone. Every time you have, every time you have a five second distraction, it's like a two minute um, impact on your yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. So, like you just, it's focused work. You only do the, the task that you're set out, and you're working off of the to do list that you wrote the night before. And at the end of the day, you write your list. 
for the next day and then you repeat then you go mm. again oh, give that a go really, see oh you're always coming up with great tips i got one more for you Maddie. do you want, want one more oh yeah that's the third one so i've only got two i've only written down one two three right just only two yeah i got a third one for you because i like i like to over deliver you know that (laughs) (laughs) the third one one, um i'm gonna read something to you right let me just i've got to find the thing here howard there we go that's the word i'm looking for howard right the third one gary v said something on his social media he said it a few times gary vaynerchuk he said something like you're not lazy, you're just not inspired. Yeah. And I really like that, because it may be going, okay, so if someone's struggling for motivation, it might be that they're not lit. Yeah. About their own project, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there can be a few reasons for it. Reason number one, we're still exploring and we haven't quite found our groove, but we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so that could, that could be one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. One of the most common reasons I see is that people are just simply running too many projects at once. That's why the first thing I said to you is, get that bloody thing off the wall, mm. pick a couple of things and just stick up, stick at them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, because you don't get motivated to do something, you get motivated by doing something. Yeah. And when you've got too many things going, you get paralyzed to take action, mm-hmm. so we lose motivation. I've been doing it myself the last few days, I've been a bit like, you know yeah and it's because i'm overwhelmed i've got too much stuff on my plate so that like this the third tip is about going right let me just understand how lit am i about my project Mm -hmm. let me make sure that i'm focusing on what excites me the most and what's the most important thing Mm -hmm. strip away all the other stuff come back to it another time stick it on your someday maybe list and just focus on the stuff that's most important that's your best guess of what excites you and what lights you up now, right? And the thing I was going to read to you, it's a Howard um, Furman quote, who's an American guy. Um, His thing is, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive and go and do that. Because what what the world needs is people who've come alive. Oh, yeah. I really like that. So yeah. it's about out of all your projects, what like take the podcast as an example. I know you put lots of energy into this. What is it about the podcast that lights you up? And just keep reminding yourself about what it is. Mm. And and rather than focus on what it's not yet, which is sometimes we do that to ourselves, yeah. mm-hmm. don't we? Like, oh, I wish it was this and I wish it was yeah. that. Well, if you spend your time thinking about that, then it, it ain't ever gonna be where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Instead, spend your time manifesting the dream like what would you like it to be what would you like life to be like what would you like your podcast to be spend put your time and energy into that mm-hmm. and close your eyes you know and see it see the number of followers i'm loving this game close your eyes it's not <laughs> yeah you don't trust me i can't look <laughs> i do know now that there we go if i said that oh, i do trust you so but i really do of course like, you do of course you do. You know I speak the truth, Maddie. Yes, I know that. Yes, I said. I just said you. You know you've done it. You've walked the walk. You know you're someone who, when I listen, my ears do peek, peek up and go. Actually, 
pay attention because you know what you're talking about. I think what happens as well at the moment that I've seen, not just me, different people see is that on the social media, some people are going, like, oh, I've, um, you can make 7K a month if you do this, if you do this, if, you know what I mean? And everyone's been pumping this down them, aren't they really? At the same time. Yeah. Like if you go online, you can make this much money if you created this, if you do this, but they don't really tell you about the behind. There's a lot more to that, you know. There's only one person making the money and it's the person yeah. that's launching that program. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's such a scammy industry right now. And I think that's what, that's the other reason why I love that Howard Thurman quote so much, because it stops you being, it stops you being kind of seduced by all of these other ideas that other people have come up with. And instead you kind of fall in love with the stuff that is all about you. That's where mm. your business project will come alive. Mm. And part of the process is going through this pain. It's hard, you know, mm. it's tough. And, you know, and what anyone that, that listens that goes, well, I've got this idea, um, but I don't know what to do. I just sort of like, just experiment, just go and make, you're going to have to run 50 experiments minimum before you come across the one that lights you up, mm. unless you're exceptionally lucky and you might stumble across it sooner. What, what happens for most of us is we go, this is my best guess of what I think lights me up right now. Mm -hmm. You go and do it and you go, didn't excite me as much as I thought it was going to. I'm going to try something else now. Mm -hmm. But the important thing, and this is the thing that you're doing, you're doing it. Lots of people think about it, but yeah. you're doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. But try not to look at the numbers. He said, don't look at numbers. It's important to know, it's important to know the numbers, but you know, you glance, you glance where you are and stare forwards where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. when people get stuck, they're staring at where they are and, and, and staring at where they wish they were and staring about other people instead of going like, what do I actually want to create? Let me think about that. And let, yeah. me, let me think about that free of anxiety as well. And I don't worry about it. It's not about wishing. It's mm -hmm. about going, what do I want to create more than anything in the world right now? Yeah. Yeah. And have that as a vision and think about that every day. And that will help you do the do, you know, the stuff that you need to do. No, definitely. No, no, I do agree on that. Definitely. That's what I do. <laughs> I do that every day. I'm doing Have you got any, yeah, but like sometimes like you go, people can hear the words and they go, yeah, I know it makes sense, but <laughs> and I go, okay. Is, have you got any yeah, buts in your head? You go, yeah, but mm, I'm not sure about this. How do I do that? Yeah. I think like the yeah, buts is like, you just like, you, you, you're, it's about just kind of like getting people to kind of listen to the podcast probably. It's about trying to keep it entertaining. Do you know what I mean? Um, so you think it's a great idea and then you go, and then other people, oh, it's not. Do you know what I mean? But then that's probably the, the pain, the, the learning pain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the steps know. in the process are, step one, make sure you're, you're being as true to yourself based on how much you know about yourself right now. So you've picked a style, a genre, a topic, uh, um, a language, uh, a piece of content, some, a bunch of ideas that you go, that's my thing. Yeah. I can get behind that. That's really all about me. Mm -hmm. That's my truth. Because mm -hmm. if it's your truth, then you've got so much to say. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, sometimes what happens is that our brains trick us. They go, 
no, 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 we think that's your truth. We think that excites you, but actually it's something else. Mm -hmm. Give you an example. So my first career was in the police. I'm all right now, I'm normal again. But I spent 10 years as a cop. Now, well, my, uh, what I thought was my truth was I thought that it was about coaching politicians and coaching footballers and coaching rock stars and all that. That's what I thought I'd be doing. That's what mm -hmm. I really wanted to do. But it was a trick. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know a handful of rock stars, but not that many. Mm. I, I know two footballers. You know, I don't really know any. I've not, mm. I've not walked any of those paths. I've not been a rock star. Mm. I've not been a footballer. But I do know about the, the challenges of modern day policing. I know that's my truth. Mm. So whether I like it or not, I've got to embrace that and go, well, okay, well, I spent 10 years doing it. I'm proud of it. Um, I left for a reason, but I'm proud that I did it yeah. and survived just. got a few scars, but I, you know, I kind of got through it. Now, I, now I've been running a business since mm -hmm. 2012. I can go back to those cops that I met and go, I've learned a whole bunch of things about mental health that I wish I knew when I was a 23-year-old cop because mm -hmm. PTSD knocked me out. Like for ten, I lost 10 years of my life to PTSD, but didn't oh. even know it was happening. Mm -hmm. That's my truth. Mm -hmm. Do I want to do it? I'm not sure. But it's true. Mm. So I've got a bunch of content about that. And that's a hardship mm. that I went through. Do I want to go back there again? Yeah, I do, because I'm strong. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think, you know, picking something that lights you up is the first step and being as true to yourself as you can. Your best guess, what excites you the most? What's true to you? What's mm -hmm. in your core of who you are? And we don't always know that when we're younger. It's a process of self-discovery yeah, as yeah, you're yeah. older, right? Second step is is to have absolute clarity on what it is. If you're not clear on what you're doing, no one else is going to be. Mm -hmm. The third bit, and this might be where you're at, Maddie. It could be a bit of the first. I think you're, you're fairly clear on the second, I think. The no, third I know, bit, yeah, I've got that idea now. I kind of, yeah. I don't know, go back forward a bit, like when I first met, I didn't have an idea, but I do know what my passion is. My passion, you know, I'm now much stronger and got through the stuff and realised and taught and, been to the right people and talk where I was you know yeah. trauma and stuff do you know what I mean and just couldn't and then come out and now I'm this out but yeah so I know where I want to go and I and I want to kind of be an inspiration I want not just be inspiration but take people on the road of self-development you know and kind of self kind of like identity come on the road and I want to take people to that they can do it with me as well that kind of stuff so I know that's, that's awesome so find, finding, um, finding women or, or guys too, or whatever excites yeah. you, whether it's both or one or the other, who have maybe experienced some of the stuff that you experienced when you were younger and taking them on that journey, that's your truth, right? Yeah. Now, the, the, the key bit, the next bit of this process is to go, right, and now this lights me up. Here's a sentence that describes exactly what it is so that a complete stranger would get it like that. The third thing I need to do is to choose my target audience carefully and mm -hmm. I need to get smart about how I could get that target audience listening to my podcast. Because it, it, what's probably happening, and we went through this process as well with the Rebel Entrepreneur um, mm -hmm. podcast. Um, we had 100,000 downloads in the first seven months. That was lower than we were expecting. Mm -hmm. But it's a pandemic and people aren't listening to podcasts as much as when they're traveling. Oh, right? Okay. Okay, so some of, the, some of the reason that if you're not getting the results that you want yet, some of it is situational mm -hmm. because people are stuck at home, especially in this country. Mm. Some of it is down to, and this is the, the truth of every single micro business on the planet, 
it's just simply not taking enough action to promote. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're like, not promoting it. You're waiting for people to come to you, aren't you? Oh, I, ah, right, okay. So we're going to talk about it. Then, then, there's the, then the fear. No, it's confidence. I need the confidence to do it or the fear because what yeah. it is, my next thing is, I'm too, I think, I think I'm just too worried about <coughs> other people's opinions. And, I, and it isn't like my, like the friends I take out, because friends always go like, you're doing really good. It's great, great. And then you're like, they're not even listening to it. <laughs> so I'm not stupid. I'm like, I don't even listen to it. But I think it's like you have to kind of take switch off that past thing. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes a little thing comes through from the past and can be that one thing that knocks you off. I don't know if I you get it. But I completely get it. You know. I, I've, Maddie, I, I'm as scared as everybody else. Mm. It's part of the process. But I think what I've learned is I know it's just the thought. Mm. Okay, it's just a thought, and I can decide whether that thought is a thought that I can give any weight to. Do I let, do I let it stay? Mm -hmm. Is the voice, do I allow that voice to throw me off, yes or no? If my vision is strong, if I'm going, no, no, no I'm, this is compelling for me, mm. I, can see, I can see my face, I'm on stage, I'm speaking, I can see there's 10,000 people in an arena, I can see, like, I've got a gazillion podcasts. I'm being interviewed on the sofa of um, Breakfast TV. You know, whatever your vision is, you've got to check in on that every single day. Yeah, but I want to be the next Oprah Winfrey, but even better than her. So I might be Maddie, like, you know, Maddie. <laughs> that's the, if that's your vision, you've got to check in on that. Now, any time that voice from the past, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's called imposter syndrome. Sometimes yeah. it's, like, past people in your life, you know, past traumas, ex-partners yes. or whatever, if it's them, what you've got to do is you've got to turn to them and say, shut the fuck up. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then you can carry on with your day. Yeah, so simple. Right? The devil's in the detail here. Yeah. But they are devils. And you, like, if the voice is there, it doesn't belong there. It's just a thought. Remember I said that the people that are in the biggest pickle are thinking about things that are out of their control. Mm -hmm. like, so someone from your past is affecting your, your dream of your future because you're letting them. Yeah. Because you're, you're giving that thought some airtime. So yeah. like, it, here's one of the techniques that I used to do is I used to imagine that... Um, Okay, so there's a voice, a voice from the past. I used to make them sound like Bugs Bunny in my head because I couldn't <laughs> take him seriously. Like, mm -hmm. like, if you transform, whoever that person's voice is, transform them into Bugs Bunny and turn their voice up an octave. It's funny as hell. <laughs> you can't take him seriously. They don't sound near, nowhere near as scary as they used to sound. I love that. It's such a great technique because then you go, oh, suddenly it's not this big booming voice from my past anymore. And whenever I hear negative language in my head, that's what I think about. I think about Bugs Bunny. No, it's a, oh, yeah. It reminds me of the small people, isn't it? The little people. Do you remember those? <laughs> <laughs> what, Smurfs? Yeah. No, but it's been a movie about little people, like really small people in the house, you know, and stuff like that. I can't remember what the movie was called. Um, we're watching too many movies lately so that's the problem you know you watch so many and they blend in after a while <laughs> that's why yeah. I know exactly what you mean 
<laughs> too much time, too much time. My downtime is like loving movies. Um, yeah, because I'm avoiding the um, the negative of the BBC and stuff. I, I can't deal with that. You don't do the news. No, so I don't. I don't. Definitely not. Okay, then, so tell me, like, what kind of books that are really inspiring or something that I should look into to help me, you know, just take me on, on the, you know, keep me a little bit focused. Then be mobile. It's something just great to read, just take your mind off. To take that, that could be that thirty-minute break that I want me to read. What would be your suggestion? I suppose it depends what you want. If if you want something that will help you make the progress that you want to make, mm. there's probably two books I'd read. One of them is called Atomic Habits mm -hmm. by a guy called James Clear. I'd read that. Mm -hmm. That's a phenomenal book. And it's got some cool stories in there as well. It's, easy, it's an easy read. Um, that's a good, it's a good read. If you want something a little bit more lighthearted, but still in the personal development space, mm. um, there's an author called Mark Manson who's written a couple of books. His books are really good. They're funny. Mm -hmm. But they're also got, they're not light, they're not lighthearted. They're, they're ser it's serious topics, but he writes about them in a funny way. I love reading his stuff. Oh, yeah, that's uh, good. Yeah. The, su the subtle art of not giving a fuck. That's Mark Manson. Uh, oh, that's, that's definitely that's, worth yeah, it. That's, that's the kind of thing that like, I love. Like, not them kind of people that don't give a fuck. Is how, yeah. That just rubs off of me <laughs> more than anything. Don't give a fuck on that. I don't. Uh, there's another one that I think would be right up your street. It's, um, it's by someone called Jen Sincero, and she wrote a book called How to Be a Badass. Yes, I read it. Have you read it? Yeah, that would be on my list too. I've read that book, and literally, that was kind of like that book that got me started on, 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 um, on this podcast thing. Literally, I read it. I was like, yeah, like, you know, the first kind of lockdown, went for a walk, had that in my ear, was listening to it, and it kind of was like, yeah. Let's do this. Let's just give it a go. <laughs> and, that, and that's kind of like just that. Yeah, that was a really good book. I do. Uh, yeah, I would need to read it again because it is that kind of. She made me kind of put me into action. I love it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That'd be yeah. really good. Cool. So, so tell me, like, so when I first met you, I understand that I, my, when I came to, I have handbags, wanted to design handbags, do handbags, and I still will have my own handbag company. It's still on my vision board that, that will happen. It will do, you know. Um, but we all carry, I, I carry a bag. We all carry bags. And in our bag, um, handbags, we carry some of them in our minds, like the mind, like handbags in our minds. And in those bags, we carry everything. Like we bring out tips for people, um, in a physical bag, you know, I have baby wipes, I have everything, I spare knickers in there, I have all this stuff, like, I do, I have all that, all that. Thanks and for sharing that, man. I've done it in another podcast, like I said, I'm I put knickers in my bag, and what's that? You know, once a month we have problems, not problems, we have nature. <laughs> and it can be at moments, we don't, you know what I mean? When nature happens, that's it, you know, the world comes, we have to sort ourselves out. Um, but yeah, but I was like, um, so handbag of life, what would you think I should keep in my bag that I can give someone if someone else was like, like I can give them a little tip that I can give someone else if they ask me about comp motivation? Okay. Well, there's so, so many things that I'd love to stick in, in, the, in the list for your handbag. I think like the thing, the thing that's let's bring jumping it down, out of me. Let's bring it down for three. Let's just bring it down to three. And three. Clean things. 
Oh, that's a shame. I've got two really exciting ones as well. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I would say, like, if ever you're feeling a moment of anxiety mm-hmm. or overwhelm or fear, or you're worried about something, the first thing is it it's just a thought. Mm. You're generating it yourself. Mm. And the good news is that if it's just a thought, you can spot it. You go, oh, look, there's a thought. Mm. Anyway, now I can carry on with my day. I think the mistake that we make is that we absorb those thoughts as if they're reality and they're not. We're Mm -hmm. generating our own experience of the day. Mm -hmm. It's just a thought. And that's my first, my first thing is like, if you want something for your handbag to help someone else and they're getting overwhelmed. So you're thinking again, aren't you? It's like the biggest disease known to humans. (laughs) Stop thinking. Stop thinking and start doing. Take action. Um, Yeah. I think like the other thing is, um, it's to do with anxiety, actually. Um, anxiety is basically a breathing problem. So when you're feeling the fear, if you're worried about what other people are thinking and worried about the judgment of others, you know, it's, it's a trick. It's a trick of the mind. It's thinking again, but you can breathe your way through it. Like you have faced in your life, all of us have, we have faced challenges that were scary. Yeah. And yet we're all still here, aren't we? Yeah. Right. So whatever challenges you're creating in your head by thinking Mm -hmm. you've proved that you can survive anything Mm -hmm. and you're still here Mm -hmm. in which case it's okay to feel a bit scared because like you've been scared before and you've been scared for real now all we're going to do is just breathe you go oh i'm a bit scared Mm. right you know we and and that thing where you go that is it's an old expression well take a deep breath Mm And that, and that's, that's the reason why is that when you take a deep breath, you can do anything. Yeah. You can jump, people jump out of an airplane. They take a deep breath and they go, I'm so scared. Right, go. <laughs> you know, and that's basically what it is. And I think, I think when people are setting up businesses and trying to get their thing off the ground and doing whatever it is that they do, they've just got to remember to breathe. Mm. Cool. I think they're great. They're great tips. Simon, I just want to say a big, big thank you so much for coming on to my podcast today. It's been a pleasure. And I'm definitely going to get um, Alan on and you again on sometimes very soon as well. There's so much more to you. There's more like popping things, you know, that we ask you a bit more about self-development. I think we need to talk about next time and confidence. Do you know what I mean? On a separate thing, what it is that would be really nice to talk to you about anyway. But it's, it's a been a pleasure and thank you. And to my wonderful yeah. listeners, thank you very much to listen to my podcast today. I do hope you're having a wonderful evening, a wonderful morning or great afternoon and tune in to the next episode. Thank you.